The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? This is the Punt and Pass Podcast. Touchdown! 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 Georgia! Now, here are your host, two-time All-American punter, Drew Butler. Drew Butler, leader in the country in punts 49-plus. See if he booms this one. He does. Wow! And Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl, and SEC championship winning quarterback, Jake Fromm. Clean flicker to get the night started. Downfield looking for Godwin. Into his hands. And guess which dogs are barking first? Now with the latest from around the SEC and the world of college football, it's the Punt and Pass Podcast. Dogs are winners. A national championship for a new generation of Bulldogs. Victory is mine, yeah, surprisingly, I've been lame, waiting for your next mistake. I put in work and watch my status escalate. Welcome in to the Punt and Pass podcast. I'm your host, Drew Butler. Join alongside my co-host, Jake From. Be sure to follow us on social media. We are at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Drew Butler. He is at From Jake, puntandpass.com the number one destination for all things college football. Wow, we have a lot to talk about. Week six is here, Jake. It is officially October, a huge game in Athens this weekend. Of course, you have some family ties on both sides to this game coming up, Auburn versus Georgia. But you had an extremely, extremely busy week. Some news broke Sunday night, Monday morning. You worked out for a couple of NFL teams. We're going to get into all of that, but now you're back in the fold. Uh, you're behind on your homework. How are you? Hey, man, doing great. Uh, yeah, so got a uh, pretty cool call on Friday afternoon uh, about going and trying out for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, get there that evening, Got uh, get to Miami Sunday evening, and then get another call from my agent. Yeah. Says, hey, if it doesn't work out in Miami, you're going to get on a plane and fly to New York and try out okay. for the New York Giants. So, okay. man, a lot of crazy stuff going on. Had a great time, and now we're back. Absolutely. I'm going to ask you about all of those details in just a second. But what I was most excited about, if you got picked up and on an NFL roster again, is that you were probably going to be on the prize picks board. Um, and we could have thrown <laughs> you into a little bit of hashtag bet the from. That's right. This episode of Punt and Pass, as every Thursday episode of Punt and Pass is presented to you by our awesome partners over at Prize Picks. Be sure to download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com when you use the promo code PUNT, P U N T, PUNT. You get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Price picks is the best. Like I just said, you can do college football. You can pair it with NFL. The Braves won the NL East. They are playing playoff baseball. You can add baseball in there as well. Price picks simply is the best daily fantasy out there. And it gets even better because when you use the promo code PUNT, you get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. You can win up to 10 times your money in one day. Payouts are instant. Just put a hundred bucks up, you can get a thousand dollars, Jake. That is unbelievable. Use the Big promo time. code PUNT, download the prize picks app. 
Yeah, so that's right. Obviously, um, we're going to get into all the college football news, no doubt. But on the home front here, my man Jake Fromm, I thought I was going to London. I thought I was going to business expense, <laughs> a last-minute trip for punt and pass and go cheer you on against Aaron Rodgers as the Giants take on the Packers Sunday morning in the second London game this season. But, of course, everybody saw Tua go down with that really scary head injury. And NFL teams, man, when they need a quarterback, they get on it quickly. So tell me what you were doing. Where were you on Friday when your agent, I assume, called you and said, hey, man, looks like we got a workout set up for next week. Yeah, so that's pretty crazy. Uh, obviously, the Miami Dolphins played the Bengals on Thursday night. Everybody in the world saw that clip of, mm-hmm. of Tua, crazy fingers after getting hit, uh, played the Bills the week before, and then goes down that game. So a lot going on with the NFL and the concussion protocol. Uh, moving on, I was uh, – Friday at the house, sitting in the chair, man, long week. Yeah. Finally get to chill out for a second. All of a sudden get a phone call from agent. He was like, Hey, you saw what was going on in Miami. They want to bring in for a tryout. And so I'm like, heck yeah, let's go hang up the phone. And I had to call one of my buddies to come spot throw for me. to spot catch for me. Yeah. I had to, I went through Friday, went through Saturday make sure I was ready. Um, went down there, had a really good workout. Uh, also got another call to go to the Giants. If it didn't work out in Miami, end up flying to New York. Had a really from good Miami. Out. You flew from Miami. From to New Miami. York. Yep. Yep. And so there's a lot of uh, a lot of coaches that I knew from Buffalo that are in New York. And then obviously I spent the last six weeks uh, of last season with the Giants. So there's a lot of uh, familiarity there, and had a really good workout there. Um, they just the the Giants. I really think they were going to sign me and pick me up, and I was going to go to London, get a cool. Uh, week there and be the backup there but I don't think uh, Daniel Jones was as hurt as they thought um, and was able to uh, get back to practice today so um, yeah so oh that was so close yeah. would have been, been really cool um, but now just just back uh, into the flow into the grind of things man that's awesome I mean a uh, huge tip of the cap to you because as I very well know uh, when you're out of the league it's tough to get back in, but once you're on that carousel, and the carousel, yeah. of course, is the group of quarterbacks or kickers or punters that get called in to work out when there's yep. a need across the league, uh, that's all you can ask for. So tell us all what that workout's like. I mean, you fly down to Miami on Sunday night or Monday morning. Yep. Uh, it's pretty bang, 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 right? Did you know anybody in the front office? Did you know any coaches there? Or was that just straight out of need uh, and Jake Fromm was at the top of their list? Yeah, so uh, to as far as them bringing me in uh, – Throughout the the preseason of the first two years, uh, Miami had expressed some interest about maybe picking me up if I got gotcha. a practice squad here and there. So um, they expressed interest before, brought me in. They ended up signing uh, a guy who had been uh, with them before. So it was kind of the, the GM's guy who they wanted. So uh, it was all good um, there. Um, but the Giants, you know, a lot of familiarity there. But as far as the the workouts go, there's really not a whole lot to them. You you, you Put in all this work, you think you're about to have a, a 40 minute to an hour workout. It's not. You you go throw, it's it's 20 something balls. Yeah. They already they already know who they want. All you're doing is just getting in person, confirming what they already know, what they want to see. And that that's that's pretty much it. So are you throwing the route tree? I mean, a couple of go balls, couple, you know, cross field slants or cross field hitches. What are, what are you doing? Yeah, Showing so off I- your arm strength and what you can do. Yeah, so everybody does it different, and I've talked to a few vets before, and sometimes it's a little of this and a little of that, but basically the premise stuff is the same. It's usually pretty quick, 20, th- 20 to 30 minutes maybe most. Uh, we had some receivers in, so we actually got to throw some live routes, but I think most of the time it's just pretty much spot throwing, 
having a assistant coach or an equipment guy catch and yeah. um, throw a little bit on the run, maybe a little individual drill, you know, a little uh, shuffling around and uh, movement throws and stuff like that. And throw a few spots, usually hit a few uh, deep balls and that's it. I saw in Miami Solomon Kinley worked out. Was he snapping to you in the workout or no? No, I totally okay. miss Saul. Yeah. Okay. I, so yeah. just quarterbacks Dang. alone. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I miss Saul or love to see Saul. That was one of the first things I did was uh, when I got the Miami call was look up. It's like, man, I hope Saul's still there. And um, unfortunately he wasn't and uh, miss, miss that guy. That guy is just a, just a great presence. Uh, yeah. Lovely guy to be around for sure. Well, that's awesome, man. That's definitely not the only workout you're going to have this season. I know you've been staying ready. Um, and mm -hmm. obviously you're on top of your football knowledge right here on punt and pass. So Absolutely. it's crazy how it happens. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing where you work out next. I'll give you my quick story. Um, yeah. I did a bunch of workouts. Obviously I was yeah. cut more times than you could even possibly imagine. Um, but in 2017, okay. Uh, it was Georgia Notre Dame weekend in South Bend. All right everybody's going to Chicago. My dad included, yeah. obviously my dad filled in for you on Sunday night. So thank you very much, dad. <laughs> but I got like four separate invites and they were unbelievable invites. Hey, we're going up on Thursday. We're playing golf here Friday. We're doing, you know, Cubs game. We're playing golf Saturday. Oh, yeah. You know, doing it all. Falcons um, played the bears on that's Sunday. Right. That's right. Uh, my wife was in her best friend's wedding in Stonington, Connecticut. Okay, so she was a bridesmaid. So guess where I wasn't? I was not in Chicago and I was not in uh, South Bend. I had to go to this wedding in Connecticut. Um, mm. So this is my first year out. It was also week one of the NFL. First year out of the league, had had a couple of tryouts throughout training camp. So I'm like, you know what? Shit, I might as well just bring my cleats. If I get a phone call, if something crazy happens, I need to have my cleats because as a punter or a kicker, like you need to have such your a, boots. Such a, right? such a big deal, yeah. You need, you need to have your, your shit or else you're going to have a bad workout. Yeah. So uh, we're planning on staying in Boston. Uh, we're going to drive over to Boston after the wedding. Beautiful wedding. Had my phone out. You threw that touchdown to Terry Godwin. We partied all night long. It was awesome. <laughs> Shout out to Maggie and uh, Morgan, her husband. So Sunday morning, uh, feeling a little ripe. Obviously, we, we stayed up late celebrating the dogs. And we catch an Uber to Boston. And I turn on NFL Sunday ticket on my phone. Jake, I shit you not, the first punt of the Detroit Lions season, the punter drops the ball, he scrambles out and breaks his leg in half. Wop, and I'm sitting there going, here we go. 20 minutes later, my agent, ring, ring, ring. Where are you? I go, I'm about to be in Boston. He's like, I'll tell the Lions. And I went to Boston from, uh, excuse me, I went to Detroit from Boston. Yeah. Had to bring my cleats. My wife stayed in Boston by herself for a day and a half. Uh, I oh kicked my well. Yeah, with somebody else, but uh, yeah. that's just how it happens. It is, and, and as as small as the the QB group is, and the fraternity is of guys going to workouts. Yeah, the specialist group oh, is yeah. even smaller. Yeah. So y'all y'all know everybody. There's only so many of you guys who are just ready at a moment's notice and can go in and play. So as small as I think my group is, y'all's group is even smaller than that no doubt yeah no doubt so then after i didn't get that i went back to boston uh spent a couple of days with jackie there and then i you know i never got back in but you're gonna get back in so and, and like you said it's like 20 kicks you're not out there for an hour you literally kick 20 25 yeah. balls and you're like okay we know what we want we're gonna go with him or yeah. him so good stuff man that's good that's good stuff i mean i think it's cool yeah. to kind of peel the curtain back and let everybody know um how yeah. that happens and how the workouts go all right let's get to three and out 
Okay, Ooh. that was first down. It was your obvious workout stories from this past <laughs> week. Jake checking in with two NFL teams, the Dolphins and the Giants. Second down, though, uh, since we missed you on Sunday, I got to ask Jake Fromm, can you put a finger on Georgia's recent struggles? So much is being made about it, Jake. Um, you and I were texting on Saturday night watching the Georgia-Missouri game. Yeah. And I feel like some of it's being overblown. Obviously, I, I'm a simpleton. I say don't turn the ball over in the first quarter. You're probably going to get off to a good start. Yep. Uh, but I was a little bit surprised with the first 15 scripted plays heading into the Missouri game. Yeah, I, I think it's a it's a little bit of this, a little bit that, a little bit here, a little bit there. And uh, to, to put it on one thing, I think it's kind of tough. Uh, just looking at a, a play calling kind of the plan going in, it just didn't really look like they felt super confident in the passing game, just going into it. They didn't really do, do how they normally do and do all these things, get the ball out quick, get into playmakers hands and get rolling. So um, kind of that, I think Missouri did a great job of bringing pressure. Uh, yeah, they were highly disruptive, highly disruptive, got us off uh, of our, staying on schedule on first yeah. down to second down. We, a lot of, lot of second and longs. And so anytime you're behind schedule, that is, is not good. Not a great feeling as a quarterback. Cause you just get put in the really best situations of, of throwing the football. And then they know you're throwing the football. And then obviously you mentioned it, the turnovers, man, it's, it's hard. It's hard to win when you turn the ball over. And that's why I think we're going to blow Auburn out this weekend because they turned the ball over. Yeah, and we're do. doing a great job of, of uh, scoring and, and, and benefiting off of that. So, uh, to put it on a one thing, I think it's kind of tough, but I, I hope they switch it around soon. Obviously, yeah, uh, they need to. And, yeah, Gain, get that confidence back is really it, what that is. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, we'll we'll see going into this. And Stetson week. hasn't had a passing touchdown in the last two games. I mean, that's really remarkable. Yeah, it, it's really interesting. Uh, but you know, Georgia in the fourth quarter last week when they needed to run the ball and put the game out of hand, uh, they did, which was a great sign. Mm -hmm. and, yep. and like you were texting me, hey, you need to open up the run game by starting to pass. If you can't run and you just try to keep pounding the ball when they've got eight men in the box and it's extremely frustrating and the offensive line's getting mad and the defense is on the field for a long time, you know, you got to get Stetson in the shotgun, let him stretch the field. Be great to get AD Mitchell back. We're talking yep. about that here in a little bit, but you got to soften up the defense to run the football. It ain't just as simple as hand it off and get yep. eight yards of carry. So and I think it'll I, be a great opportunity this weekend against Auburn. I think so. And I'm, I'm speaking out of both sides of my mouth here because I said a couple of weeks ago, I think they need to do a better job of running the football but then I'm going to come this week after seeing that product they put on the field of saying one thing they didn't do that they were doing earlier in the year was their, I would say the extension of the run game, the perimeter yeah. runs, the, the bubbles, the swing passes that, that aren't necessarily runs when you look at attempts on a stat sheet, but basically become an extension of the run game and, and getting the ball into running backs hands without a simple handoff. So um, we'll see a few more sweeps here and there. Yeah bubbles swing passes screens uh and they'll definitely have a plan for this pressure that i know auburn's gonna look at on tape and be like we gotta do a lot of that because they didn't have a plan for it yeah i saw yeah speaking of the screen game kind of like that orbit motion to getting brock yep. the ball yep. uh I, I like that stuff because it keeps the defense on their heels keeps them guessing mississippi state you could tell me this play if you know it they ran a really, really creative, like delayed running back screen where the, the running back looked like he was running into the flat, but then kind of ran a choice route in front of the linebackers. And it was delayed in the sense that the linemen then got off their blocks and set up a screen behind them. And it went for like a 12 yard gain. I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, we, um, we put that screen a few times. Yep. 
I'd love to see, you know, Dejan. I, I like Dejan. He's hard to see. He's low to the ground. He's explosive. Yep. And Kenny out of the backfield. And, you know, Kendall Milton's going to have to continue to prove that he belongs in that rotation. Let's so. put let's put Brock back there. Just give 19 the ball any way yeah. you can. Uh, put him put him back there. And then, I mean, who who, yeah. who who are your your best players on offense? I know it's Argue, arguably the the tight end group. So let's yeah. get more tight ends on the field. Put 19 at running back. Hand him the football and let's see what happens. Dude, when Darnell Washington jumped up and kicked that dude in the face, um, that is a six <laughs> foot seven, two hundred and eighty pound man jumping up like a wide receiver, and he yeah. kicked that dude in the face, and the guy got injured. I mean, that's how big that guy is. How about how about that ball he caught down the sideline, and the safety comes over the top and to went put four the yards away. Yeah, and then he bounces back four to five yards. And Darnell just falls straight to the ground. That's not the way it's supposed to happen. I know, guys. Yeah. When you see something like that, that is going back to Newton's first yeah. and second laws here of, hey, that's a big object in motion, and that thing's going to stay in motion because ain't nothing going to stop that. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how they get creative against Auburn this weekend. But some amazing stats that we'll get into about this specific rivalry um, when we go inside the five because we, of course, will preview the Auburn-Georgia game. Third down, though, let's talk about Auburn. Uh, your brother is on the team. Brian Harson and this staff, a lot of smoke around just what's going on in the Plains. Is this the end of the road for Brian Harson? People said if he lost that Missouri game, he was going to get fired the week after. Uh, they somehow won that game. Missouri did everything they possibly could to lose it, and of course they did. Uh, they started off very well. Auburn did against LSU a week ago and then kind of disappeared then, in the fourth yep. quarter. Turning the ball um, Feels like Auburn might be thinking they're losing steam in the nation's perspective if they don't make a move soon because more and more head coaching vacancies are coming open across the country. Yeah, uh, definitely seeing the picture of Deion Sanders. Is he the next coach at Auburn? Do you think that's a good fit? I think so. Against like Saban? You think Dion wants that kind of smoke every year? I think <sighs> Dion be a better fit in Atlanta, but what do I know? Yeah, well, I think he has a better yes, but I I think but recruiting wise I've I've said it before, I think recruiting wise he can go compete with anybody yeah. just because of of who he is. The academic restrictions at Tech will be really tough for well, any coach to overcome, but yes. But if they if they fire Harson after this game, then fire him now because yeah. they're not gonna, they're not going to win this game. So if you're predicating it all on him winning a miracle, okay. Well, how, I mean, to me that's not fair. Okay, let's let's play it out one or two more games. If they go and put a and do what Missouri did against Georgia and basically put a, a winning product game out there and lose it at the last second, how, how are you going to fire him for that? I agree. I totally agree with that. Yeah, that's a great point. If they do do that, uh, I'll tell you who thinks that they might, and it's seventh-year center Brandon Council. Did you hear what he said today? No, I did uh, not. Well, here you go. Put your big boy pants on. Uh -oh. Brandon Council says Georgia's defense, he's speaking about, they got some interior stunts that kind of hinder the run game, but we're going to start off fast. If you start off fast and run the ball on them and keep them out of their third down packages really we could demolish them. I yeah. personally believe up front. So the center for Auburn says that Auburn's offensive line is going to demolish Georgia's defensive line, and they're going to have an effective run game. I'll give you a couple stats, though. Georgia ranks 12th nationally in rushing defense, allowing only 86 rushing yards per game. That's pretty heavy talk. Bulletin board material, um, interesting to say the least. Very bulletin board material because – the only thing I, I actually saw that today when I was scrolling through Twitter today and all I saw was 
uh, Auburn player says we're going to demolish them. So you know yeah. how the, the media always does yeah. that. But um, to me, that's a lot to say. I, I say this as watching Auburn football, um, not as much as Georgia football, but I watch it because obviously my brother plays there. Got a, you know, got got some skin in the game in that one. And I think they have some good running backs. They don't have a great running game because I, I think the offensive line at Auburn could be and could play a lot better. So yeah. Tank Bigsby's a stud. Everybody knows that. I, I mean, if you yeah, could give I, him a hole to run through, then right. they could be effective. That's up to the offensive line. Right. And so I I just I don't I <laughs> if I if I'm an Auburn player, I don't like that matchup going against Georgia's defensive line, especially if if Jalen's healthy and back and and practicing like I think he is, uh, after that that uh that block that was on him that should have been called. Oh, uh, God, been a penalty, and yeah. yeah, that was penalty. And you know, the announcers are like, ah, "I don't know, it's borderline." Like, not nah, he was engaged. Another dude went and cut him. That is a penalty all day of the week. So, anyway, neither here nor there. <sighs> yeah, I just uh, quite Auburn, yeah, yeah, quite the chatter from Brandon Council. But Very, Auburn has not beaten Georgia in Sanford Stadium since 2005. That game, Auburn won 31 to 30. Listen to these statistics from Jason Caldwell at 247 Sports. For Auburn to end the streak in Sanford Stadium, they'll have to completely change what has become a house of horrors for the Tigers playing at Sanford. In the last five meetings between the hedges, Auburn is averaging 93.8 yards per game on the ground. That's 3.5 yards per carry. In those games, Auburn has scored a total of just 37 points, with 10 points in 2018 being the most for the Tigers during that span. Again, that's from Jason Caldwell, 247 Sports. So Auburn has scored a total of 37 points since 2005 in Sanford Stadium with 10 points in 2018 being the most in a single game. That's 10, unbelievable. 10 points being the most? That's unbelievable. So they're going to have wow. to change something. I don't know if this weekend is it, especially you would have to imagine uh, Kirby Smart and that coaching staff at Georgia has been on one after their oh, yeah. subpar performances as of late. Oh, yeah. So and Jake three, will be in the 330 game. Yeah, 330 game. Dude, I, I, you know what I bet? You know what I bet? I okay. bet that CBS has a camera on you and your family during the game. I bet you that you will be on the camera I'll on the hiding. screen during the game. You better be wearing that hat too. I'll be past that. The rope hat <laughs> is there. Unless you're up in the box. As know. I said, I'll be I'll be high okay. up in the box. Okay. It'll it'll be hard for them to yeah. find you all, but um the whole Fromm yeah. fam is going to be inside Sanford cuz obviously Tyler tight end for the Tigers. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. 
Oh yeah, he's going. Hopefully, have That's a big awesome. game. His his knees a little banged up and and hurting a little bit. So hopefully they'll give him that that good shot and get him going. And uh, he'll have a he'll have a little uh, uh, brace on everything. But he'll All be right. good to go. Good deal. Okay, well let's get to uh, the bet the from. Look, if you're going to be in Athens, you got to get active. Uh, download the Prize Picks app. Use the promo code Punt. 100% deposit match up to $100. If you have not downloaded Prize Picks yet and used the promo code Punt, what is wrong with you? It's as simple as that. And our Bet the From hashtag Bet the From. Uh, it's going viral. We're getting hundreds of thousands of views. Everybody's fired up. Jake hit it a couple of weeks ago. We're gonna hit it again this weekend. So we're pulling up the board right now. Uh, we're taping this on Wednesday evening. So we are going to cook one up. And this is the weekend, Jake. I feel it. I, I'm very, very confident. We're going to go. There's, there's good vibes all around. 100%. The weather in North Georgia is fantastic. It's the Deep South's oldest rivalry. Mm. Jake Fromm is ready to roll with the hashtag bet the Fromm. Download the prize picks app. Use the promo code punt. Uh, talk to me, boss. Let's um, let's start cooking this thing up. All right, so let's cook it up. You know how I love overs. To me, as a yes, quarterback, I'm so, I'm so I'm so competitive. You're very, you're I'm very like, confident in your comrades. It's like I I see this. I'm like, this guy can totally get this. He's all over it. So none other better to start with than Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker. Awesome. Going in into Tiger Stadium uh, at LSU. Uh, he's at two ninety five and a half. I love my overs. I think he's going to have a big baller game like he did mm -hmm. against Florida. Uh, let's see it again. I think Kentucky rolls. I think it's going to be a huge matchup when Georgia plays uh, Tennessee. I don't know if that's home or away or where they're playing. Uh, we're, we're not looking in the future, Coach. No. We're worried about this weekend. Exactly. Uh, can't, can't, can't get all into that. But I think Hendon Hooker will continue his streak and have another big game. All right, over. Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker over 295.5 passing yards against LSU. This yeah. weekend. What's next? Uh, let's stay with the LSU. Let's go Jaden Daniels, okay. LSU quarterback, uh, 219 and a half. Uh, man, I like my, I do. I just, I like my overs. I just see it. And I'm like, when I look at the board, I don't look at who's going to have a bad game. I say, who's going to have a great game? Yeah. Who's going to good vibes? Good, good, good vibes. shootout. Yeah. Uh, I think this is going to be a big game for Brian Kelly. I think he's going to have a great plan going into. So I got Jane Daniels over. 219 and a half versus the Tennessee Volunteers. Excellent. Jaden Daniels, LSU quarterback, over 219 and a half passing yards against Tennessee. Mm, okay. Uh, next, we have CJ Stroud. He's at 330 yeah, and a half. Ohio State quarterback, yes. Versus Michigan State. This one scares me a little bit, but sometimes you just have to do it. Let's go over right here. Michigan State is on a three-game losing streak right now, probably going to be four uh, versus the Buckeyes. They're struggling a little bit, and Ohio State's really starting to heat up right now and get back to their usual self, so I like them to go over. I like that pick. Ohio State is catching a groove, especially on offense. Their last three games, they've scored 77, 52, and 49 points. Spartans are allowing 411 yards per game, specifically 275 passing yards per game, so I think – the Buckeyes are licking their chops. C.J. Stroud, Ohio State quarterback, over 330 and a half passing yards. Anything else, or you want to cap it at three? Are we going four? What are you thinking? All right, so this is uh -oh. a wild this is a wild card here, okay. and I'm throwing this in. So but we're going to put it in, right? We're going to put it in. Okay. We're going to put it in. So I just figured out on this cool app, they have different stuff. Yes. I mean, you have completions, you have touchdowns, interceptions. You have all these really yeah, I mean, yeah. this is this is pretty crazy. So uh, I was looking at stats here. 
TCU quarterback Max Duggan. Yes. Okay, they're playing Kansas. That's going to be a pretty pretty big football College game. game day. Huge game. Yeah. I think they're going to be throwing the ball around a little bit. And he's at 22 and a half completions, which if you look at his stats, that's he's at 23, 22. He, he's right in that range. Kansas is playing really well right now. And I think TCU is going to have to throw it around a lot to compete in this game. And so I like him over to 22 or no, sorry. 22 and a half completions. I like that too. TCU quarterback, Max Duggan, over 22 and a half completions against Kansas in Lawrence. Yeah. Like Great that. pick. Hey, get creative, man. Whatever it takes to cash Whatever the hashtag bet the from. Is that what we're sticking with? We going with the four pick this weekend? Four picks this weekend. Love it. Love it. Let's recap them. Hashtag bet the from on prize picks. Download the prize picks app. Use the promo code punt. Tennessee quarterback, Hendon Hooker, over 295 and a half passing yards. Jaden Daniels, LSU quarterback, over 219 and a half passing yards. CJ Stroud, Ohio State quarterback, over 330 and a half passing yards. And Max Duggan, TCU quarterback, over 22 and a half completions. That is your hashtag, bet the from. Get in now. As soon as you hear this on Thursday morning, go to your app, use the promo code PUNT, get these numbers while they last because the hashtag, bet the from, moves the board. It's it what it does. Prizepicks.com, use the promo code PUNT. All right, let's go inside the five, man. We got some great, great matchups this weekend. There's no doubt about it. Let me give you a little standings update. Jake is kicking my (laughs) ass. You are 13 and 12 against the spread, which is very good for a novice. You have done extremely well by fading. Beginner's luck, coach. I just give you a tip of the cap. I am horrible. I am six and 19 against the spread. (laughs) Uh, My friends make fun of me. Uh, My wife makes fun of me. My family is thinking about disowning me. It's that bad. Things have to change. Shoot or shoot. We will continue in week six. Let's start with the first game on the board. You just touched on it during our prize pick segment. Tennessee against LSU, number eight, Tennessee, heading to Baton Rouge to take on number 25, LSU. This game is at noon on ESPN. That is 11 o'clock a.m. Central time for the LSU fan base, which will be pretty interesting. Right now at Bet Online, Tennessee's a three-point favorite. The total is 65. Tennessee coming off a bye week, Jake. Uh, LSU, a big spot here for them. Huge victory against Auburn a week ago. Brian Kelly, obviously, wanting to show what he's capable of. Mm -hmm. I think this is a really interesting game. I think so, too. Uh, Tennessee's really getting tested right here on the road. Coming off a bye week, uh, the bye weeks, obviously, speaking out of both sides of my mouth here, you can either come out hot because you had a bye week, or you can be a little, like, a little foggish because you had a bye week. So, just depends on the culture and the the vibe of your team uh, and the leadership of it. But I expect Tennessee to come out fast. I think LSU with their fan base, okay, putting all the factors here. Okay. That fan base is used to afternoon night games. And so I don't think they're going to have as many uh, beverages as you would say okay. yet. And I don't not think as, they'll be not qu- as lubed up. Yeah, I don't think they'll have uh, and be quite as into it, be quite as loud. And so I expect Tennessee to get out to a hot start uh, and really put Jane Daniels in a tough position throwing the ball, which is why I like him in the over uh, to throw up because they're going to have to. Yeah, because Tennessee's going to put up a lot of points. Uh, and so I like Tennessee to lay three here. Uh, I think this is pretty easy, pretty easy one. Honestly, yeah, you know, um, I don't see any reason as to why Tennessee should not blow out LSU. Um, They're extremely fast-paced. They're going to try to run a ton of plays. 
they're going to try to own the beginning of the game to take out the LSU crowd. That should be their goal, bar none. Start fast, put some points on the board. Yes, of course, there will be some energy because this is a really big game. Um, But I think the rest and the expectation that Tennessee has of themselves now, hey, everything's in front of us, guys. We have to take care of business. We cannot beat ourselves. The way they lose this game is if they beat themselves, if they turn the ball over, um, if they are slow to start coming off the bye week. I don't expect that to be a problem. Um, I think going on the road after a bye week is actually really good for a team because you're able to get away. uh, Mm -hmm. You're able to get on schedule. You get into kind of your um, routine a bit quicker. You're a bit more focused, I think. So I'm going to lay the three here as well. I expect Tennessee to have a great game and continue this – uh, exciting run to start their 2022 season. I think Hendon Hooker will have a big day also. I'm definitely going over his 295 and a half passing yard projection alongside you on the bet to from. So I'll lay the three there as well with Tennessee. Should be a good game, though. I, I really do think so. Maybe Tennessee starts fast. LSU kind of wakes up halfway through, and then Tennessee stretches that lead late in the game. But I, I don't think LSU will win this game. Yeah, I'm happy for you. We know going into next week, you'll have at least. Uh, seven wins here. And yes, the, uh, thank you. Yep. So. I trust you. I trust yep. you. I just went with my gut there and went with Jake Fromm. <laughs> All right, so we're both on Tennessee lane the three points. That'll be a really good game to watch at noon. This game I had to put on here, okay? It's Texas-Oklahoma, right? Like, we always yep. talk about it. It is an historic, historic rivalry in college yep. football. But guess what? They're both unranked, okay? Texas versus Oklahoma. It's in Dallas at the Cotton Bowl, noon on ABC. Texas is a seven-point favorite. The total is 66, and Jake, both of these teams are unranked for the first time in this matchup since 1998. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian this week saying, hey, the QB room's the healthiest it's been. I wonder if that means Quinn Ewers will be playing for the first time since he got knocked out of the Alabama game. And Dylan Gabriel for Oklahoma got knocked out of the TCU game a week ago with a concussion. Um, I don't expect him to play Oklahoma. Question marks all over the place. This could be their third loss in a row. What do you think? Yeah, uh, to me, I think if Quinn Ewers is playing, I think this is an easy Texas win here, an easy Texas play. Um, but yeah, man, what's going on with Oklahoma? Uh, started off hot. Their defense, uh, dude. I mean, their defense yeah. gave up 55 points and 670 yards to TCU last week. That's crazy. I mean, I know their defense has never been that stellar, but that's with Brent Venable video game numbers now. That's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, especially from a defensive-minded head coach, yeah, you you would think he'd be over there a lot. So uh, I think this is it, it is seven points, which is a decent amount. I think in a game like this, especially these rivalry games, uh, let's go Texas here. Texas lay the seven. All right, guess what? I like Texas minus the seven too. So I'm just riding with my boy Jake. Fromm. Hey, but ride, I also ride the way over. I love the over 66. Should be a lot of points. Yeah. I would expect both teams to run it up. So we're both on Texas laying the touchdown. Excuse me, if Quinn Ewers plays, uh, it could be a long day for Oklahoma. All right, let's go to the Deep South Southwest rivalry. Auburn at number two Georgia. This game's at 3:30 p.m. on CBS. Georgia is a 30. Point favorites. That is crazy. The over-under is 49 and a half. Jake Fromm, talk to me about this game. Man, uh 30 points, dude. 30. That is crazy. That's uh, crazy. Because uh we Georgia hasn't covered in the last two games. Is that correct? correct? Yes. Uh I mean, I, 
it's like one side of me, the prideful side of me says, oh yeah, of course, this is easy money. And the other side is like, ah, well, they still have some kinks they got to work out uh, for me to truly be back on the blowing people out bandwagon. Uh, this is tough. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm gonna take Auburn in this Don't one. Don't do it. God, I am. I'm, I'm taking Auburn too. I'm, I'm gonna take. Auburn. I'm gonna take Auburn in this one, and I'm gonna take if I if I was doing, I'm gonna take the under as well. I just I think it's just gonna be a a brutal game back and forth. I don't think Auburn's gonna score very many points. Uh, but now, as I say, as I Robbie Ashford, you like Robbie Ashford? I like I like Robbie. I, I don't think Robbie's the answer there, but I think he's a. A, a good quarterback for what they have going now. I think he just, he puts the ball on the ground too much, but he is better at protecting the ball than say TJ. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. I, I, I think that's, that's one thing that that's hurting Harson is really recruiting a really good quarterback um, to kind of bail him out a little bit. Yeah. You need a good quarterback. Jake taking the 30 points. Thinks it's going to go under listen to these statistics from ESPN stats and info. Georgia is 0-5 against the spread in their last five games as a home favorite. Uh, All five Georgia games this season have gone under the total. Virginia Tech is the only other team to have five games go under so far this season. But since 2014, Georgia is 8-1 against the spread versus Auburn. So a little bit of this, a little bit of that. 30 is just a monstrosity of a number. At, will Auburn score? Like if Georgia covers, it will yeah, be thirty. Because it'll it'll be forty-two to seven or something like yeah. that. And what is kind of making me rethink my decision is because of basically just Auburn turning the football over. Yeah, and if if they turn the ball over four times, okay, that's twenty something points off turnovers that that Georgia will have. So that's a lot of points now. I know. That's a lot of a free opportunities to score points usually with really good field position. So uh, that's, that, that's the only kicker here. I, w- I wish you could put like an asterisk on it and say, yeah, if, if Auburn nice. has, yeah, if Auburn has over four turnovers, then Georgia covers obviously, but can't do that. Yeah. Put they a, have put, a, put they an have, if function in an Excel. They, they have not been very careful with the football. And if they are loose with the football this weekend in Athens, of which it will be an extremely raucous environment. Going back to last season, I think the last four home games have been like Charleston Southern. Yeah. Um, who else? Not Vanderbilt. Somebody Kent else. State. Kent State. Samford. I mean, yep. this is a big game. Georgia fans, you finally have the Deep South Soldiers rivalry back inside between the hedges. So... Uh, we're both on Auburn plus the 30. I just think there's too many questions. Huge number, relatively low total with a huge spread as well, 49 and a half. So I'll take the 30 points and just see what happens. Georgia should have a pretty easy victory, though. Um, two more games, South Carolina at number 13, Kentucky. I put this one in here because I think South Carolina could have a little bit of fight left in them. Kentucky's a nine and a half point home favorite. The total is 49. Kentucky, of course, lost last week to um Ole Miss, excuse yep. me, that game was in yeah, Oxford. On, on the road. On the road. Noon. Could one loss become two? Um, I don't know. This will be an interesting game. I think South Carolina wants to prove that their season's not over. Yeah. Um, they do have a lot of grit. Their defense is not completely lost. I know they've had a lot of injuries. I'll take the nine and a half points here with Gamecocks. Really? Yeah. Uh see to me, I think Kentucky is going to want to respond, show people that Hey, we are for real. Um, 
for me, I think Will Levis as a quarterback, I think in these big time games, I think he's going to be a, a mid performer and uh, just on the stat sheet, if, if we're doing the price pick thing, um, but South Carolina, a team that they're supposed to beat. So I think yeah. he'll have a really good game, uh, play well. And I think Kentucky covers here. All right. Kentucky going to cover Jake will lay the nine and a half. I will take the nine and a half with South Carolina. Hopefully Spencer Rattler does something because he will need to throw some. He will. He, he to will turn the ball over. Close. You're exactly Golly, right. He will yeah, do something. Yeah. No doubt about that. All right, let's wrap this thing up. What was supposed to be the most anticipated matchup of the entire college football season <laughs> yeah, um, right. has become kind of a dud. CBS yeah. flexed this game into the 8 p.m., made it a doubleheader. Texas A&M heads to Tuscaloosa to take on the newly number one ranked Alabama Crimson Tide, like I just said, 8 p.m. on CBS. Alabama, a 24-and-a-half point favorite. Totals 51-and-a-half. Jimbo Saban, the war of words throughout the offseason. This was supposed to be the year AM made the big step forward to possibly compete with Alabama and win the SEC West. But man, they have fallen straight in their face. Lost at home to App State. Just got walloped in Starkville last week against Mississippi State. Just what say you? 24 and a half. Bryce Young's injured the say, shoulder. What day day. say you? What yeah. say you? Just the pure fact that Texas A&M beat Alabama last year makes me think that Alabama is going to play with their pants on fire yeah. and cover by 30. Uh, I think this So you is, think it's just a boat race? Saban I doesn't so. forget. The players I, are taking offense to what each coach has said. I think so. I think this is going to be a very personal game for Alabama. I don't think they make very many games personal. I think this is going to be a personal game for them. Uh, Obviously, there's a lot dictated on if Bryce plays and how healthy he will be. But uh, for Max Johnson, Texas A&M quarterback going in uh, into Alabama at 8 o'clock at night, big-time game, uh, I just think it's going to be really tough for him, a uh, really tough environment, and I think it's going to be rocking. I'm taking Alabama here. Yeah, lay in the 24-and-a-half, Jake Fromm says, too big of a spot for AM, not playing really well on offense. I could see Will Anderson absolutely getting after Max Johnson. I could see Alabama's defense being very disruptive to an already middling Texas A&M offense. But get this, okay? Last year, what when, say A&M, when A&M beat Alabama, they were coming off a two-game losing streak. They had lost to Arkansas, 20 to 10. Then they had lost to Mississippi State, 26 to 22. And they obviously welcomed Alabama into College Station and upset the then number one ranked Alabama Crimson Tide, scoring 41 points. Um, Can their offense, can Jimbo Fisher expose the Nick Saban defense like he did a year ago? I don't know. Look, if Bryce Young is healthy, I know Saban said he's day-to-day. Saban was just... Um, he was very angry with the reporters simply asking about Bryce Young's health status. But how can you bet AM in this spot? I know it's a big number. I know that hook is there. It's 24 and a half. I just don't think AM's hardly going to score. That, that's what I think. Jalen right. Milrow showed flashes on the ground game last week against yeah. Arkansas stepping in. And uh, Jameer Gibbs, big time on the ground attack. If Alabama can just run the ball like they did a week ago, then they'll cover 24 and a half. So I'll lay the 24 and a half as well. I got to go. I got to side Alabama here. I think, like you said, there's too many outside factors that are going to put this game into the clear bullseye for Nick Saban and the Crimson Tide. I agree with you. I respect your decision. But I think in the spot that you're in, Coach, 
I think you have to decide, are you going to play this thing out? Because you're, you're in a pretty big hole here now. Yeah. Six, six and 19. Are you going to play this thing out to say, Hey, I want to put a respectable product out here at the end of the season, try to get back to 500. Oh, so now the you want there. me to just fade you. Or, or are you going to say, Hey, I'm here to compete. I'm here to win. Yeah. I'm here to beat this guy who's a novice kicking my tail right yeah, now. Yeah, I am getting my tail kicked. I mean, there's no doubt so about that. You got. I mean, at some point, you got to decide here. Am I just trying to get to 500 here? So, are you or, bully? Are you bullying me into taking Texas A&M plus 24 and a half? I'm not. I'm just trying to get you to think here that eh, something something's got to change. You know what? I just exit out. I'll take A&M <laughs> plus 24 and a half. Um, and you know what? Bama's going to win by 24. So that is my, um, that right there. Oh, that'll be so great. That, I, that, I, that is it. I'll they take will that. Win I'll by take 24 that and I will get the dub because I have the hook A&M plus 24 and a half. Simply put. All right. There you go. Thank you, uh, Jake Fromm. That's awesome. That's called peer pressure, folks. That's <laughs> called peer pressure. Jake Fromm, a big bully. Um, but you know what? When you're the champ, you can do whatever you want. So as of right now, you can do and say, whatever you desire. Good stuff, Jake. Um, Been an awesome episode of Punt and Pass. Week six is here, folks, so I appreciate everybody tuning in. Be sure to follow us on social media at Punt and Pass. I'm at Drew Butler. He is at from jakepuntandpass.com. Go get your merch. Go check out our YouTube page. Really appreciate you tuning in. Prize Picks is the best daily fantasy game in the country. Download Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com. You can win 10x your money. Payouts are in- instant. Excuse me. Cross sport entries are amazing as well. Use the promo code PUNT 100% deposit match up to your first $100. And we will talk to you on Monday. See ya. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.